Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Another great musician. I think he passed away. I mean Jimmy Webb, the great composer. He's coming on at 11:30. And joining us right now is Sean Peterson, who is coming on to talk about, of all things, Pez Candy, one of the great iconic brands. Period. End stop. But also happens to be a great Connecticut brand. And we're focusing a little bit on the fun of Pez right now with Sean Peterson, who is a director consumer business manager at Pez Candy. Hello, Sean, and welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hi. Hey, good morning. Thank you for the invitation. It's I a caught pleasure. the end of uh, Senator Murphy there. So we're going from politics to Pez. Well, why not? That's what <laughs> yeah. we do on the show. That, that's pretty much, you know what, that could be a motto for the Lisa Wexler Show, from <laughs> politics to Pez. I love it. So, uh, and how much do you love your job, Sean? Oh, how I love it. Love? Absolutely. Yeah. Kid in the yeah. candy store every day. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, because there's a story in the New Haven Register about a man who turned his passion into a profitable project for Pez. So Sean Peterson, what's that about? Uh, it sounds like that might be talking about me. Yeah. Could be. Um, Could be. <laughs> yeah, I started out years ago. I've been, uh, you know, a fan of Pez, collecting Pez for about 30 some years now. And can't believe time goes by that quick, but you know it was one of those things I, I enjoyed and built quite a collection and uh, ended up writing a few books about it. And I was always, you know, based out of the Midwest. I come from Kansas City. That's uh, where I grew up, and I worked for Hallmark Cards for a number of years and uh, about 20 years actually. And kind of realized I'm not going to be able to retire from here. So they always tell you, you know, do what you love. 
And I was always a fan of Pez. So I thought, well, what's that? What can we do? And kind of came up with an idea uh, for the company, you know, this visitor center museum that we have and, and pitched it to the company back around 2006. Took a few years to get things in place. And they finally gave me a call and said, hey, if you're serious about doing this, let's talk about getting you up here. And I moved in 2010 to uh, help get this visitor center built. And I've been here ever since. Where do you live, Sean? Um, I'm actually a Connecticut resident, so I live in Waterbury, work in Orange. You live in Waterbury. Do you like living in Connecticut, you know, versus Kansas City? I do. It's different. You know, there's there's pluses and minuses for everything, you know. Um, I I love the location. Um, We've got, you know, a, a nice little house up there. It's a decent commute. So, yeah, I have no complaints. And this Pez Center that you envision, does it have the demand that you and the company wanted it to? Are the visitors coming in? Do they want to see the history of Pez? Yeah, I think they do. You know, when when we talked about this, you know, we we talked with a couple of consultants that had, you know, done this sort of thing before, you know, specialty boutique candy startup sort of things. And the one thing that really made this different was, you know, kind of the location. Nobody had anything to gauge what the interest might be because it's it's not a trafficked area. We're not, you know, in the heart of Manhattan. We're not, you know, people aren't walking by and and see us and go, "What's that? Let's stop in." It it kind of truly is is a destination. So there really wasn't a way to gauge what the interest would be. Um, and I think we were all pleasantly surprised after, you know, a number of years, we were averaging pretty consistently about 80,000 guests per year, uh, which is remarkable because, you know, you had to make an effort to come here. You know, we have the signs on the highway, the billboards and things yes. like that, but yes. um, you kind of have to seek us out. And thankfully, you know, there's a number of things now with the internet and, uh things like that. If you type in fun things to do in Connecticut, usually we're not too far down the list or sometimes right there at the top. So it's been very successful for us and we're hoping to keep growing. I saw Sean Peterson that you said that 99.5% of the items in the actual visitor center are your collection of Pez's. So that's number one, that's astonishing to me. And number two, are you saying that the people who make Pez never kept an iconic one of every Pez, you know, what do you call it? Pez container, Pez top. Yeah, the dispensers. Yeah, dispenser yeah, I head. I would call it a head, the Pez head. But anyway, that they never kept one of every one of the ones that they manufactured all these years. I think they tried a few times, and it just you know we we've been here since 1972, and one thing or another has happened, and it just there wasn't a, really an archive to draw from. There was some things, but just not a lot, and and I think that was part of the. Uh, the allure I was trying to to create with, you know, considering me for this position is I did have the resources to do that and uh, brought the collection with me and got it out of the house. And now I'm able to share it, but, you know, much to my wife's delight. You know, it's, it's mostly out of the house and uh, we're able to share it with the public now. How many Pez dispensers do you have, Sean? Uh, uh, too many. It, it's easily in the thousands. I, I think in one the time. Thousands. Some, oh, easily. Yeah. Somebody asked, you know, for more of an exact number, and I started counting just what's on display here, and I think it was just a little over five thousand individual <gasps> items on display. But there's things that are packed away, and 
you know, different parts. I've got some things still stored at home, and, you know, it, it's well into the thousands and thousands. Is this the only thing that you collect, Sean Peterson, or do you collect other things? Uh, it's the only thing I really have a passion for. You know, there's, there's other things that I, I like and enjoy, but I don't really put the time and effort or money into pursuing them like I do Pez. Now, when you were growing up in Kansas City, you were born when? Because I want to get an idea of the decades here. 1969. Okay, so I was born in 60. So I was growing up, and Pez was in every candy store, and candy stores were what I visited every Sunday when I got two Archie comic books and a Carvel ice cream cone. Um, So if I wanted some candy, I would see all the Pez dispensers right there in an actual candy store. For most of your life, were you buying Pez's at actual candy stores? Is that where you bought them? No, um, I think I had a few as a kid. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit of a memory, but it wasn't anything that I pursued. Um, certainly didn't collect them. It wasn't until I was probably 20 years old. And that was just, in a sense, out of boredom because I was going to flea markets and I really didn't feel like I had a purpose or anything that I was really looking for. It's like, why am I here? I enjoy this, but what am I looking for? Mm. And one day something just popped out. I noticed, you know, some baskets of Pez on tables and and they were cheap. They were like 50 cents a piece. And I thought they were kind of fun. You know, they're bright, colorful. I liked how they worked and they're certainly cheap enough. And you buy 10 or 12 of them and took them home and the next time I went, I was like, well, that's kind of fun. Let me see if I can find some more of those. And, you know, this is before the Internet, so you couldn't Google it to see what was out there. This is before any book had been published about Pez, so there was no reference material to, to look for. So you truly had to just ask people, what do you know about these? Where did you get it? Write letters and, you know, try to find things out. And that's as interesting to me as it was collecting the actual product. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. That's amazing. We actually have a caller as a question for you. Justin, does the caller want to come on? No? Okay, Justin, what was the question from the caller? Why don't we ask Sean? Go ahead. Uh, the question was, uh, uh, did, uh, did Pez see a bump uh, when, uh, when the episode of Seinfeld aired with the Tweety Bird Pez during the opera scene? Yeah, I, th- I think it certainly created an interest in the brand. Um, you know, we did Tweety for a number of years, and when they featured it in that episode, uh, it certainly got people excited about 
Pez. You know, we run that that clip in the visitor center as part of the montage that we have in here. And, you know, you 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 really can't pay for that that kind of advertising or publicity. And that's one of the really interesting things about Pez is, you know, aside from our billboards on the highway, I would challenge anybody to think about when the last time they saw a Pez advertisement. You know, we really don't advertise. It's just kind of a brand that's out there, but everybody knows it. Everybody's had it. They're aware of it. It's kind of a marketing dream, and it gets picked up all the time in television shows, movies, things like that. They want to talk about or show or feature a Pez dispenser. And how how many um... – well, I have a couple of questions. First of all, is the formula for Pez Candy the same now as it was since Pez Candy started? There's been slight uh, changes to the recipe, but it's essentially the same thing. It's it's compressed sugar with a little flavor and color to it. And, it, you know, the overall recipe is basically the same as it has been since the inception. Is the Is the ownership of the company still the same? Is it a family business? It is, yeah. It's privately owned. It's a family-owned business. Uh, they're still involved. Um, it's an Austrian company. We've got a global presence. We're in about 65 different countries. Uh, the United States is the largest market for Pez, and our headquarters are here in Orange. And surprisingly, this is where all of the candy is made for the entire United States as well as Canada. So wait a minute. It's an Austrian company? It's not an American company? Nope. We've kind of Americanized it. It's become part of pop culture, but it's it's a European company and um, came to the United States in 1952. And how many uh, different at any one time Pez heads, Pez dispensers are available for sale? Like, do they keep a dozen and then every three months a different dozen? Like, how often do they change what you can buy? That's yeah, there's not an exacting formula for that. It, it's probably uh, quite a few dozen, actually, because, you know, generally a license will run for about three years, mm. and there's overlapping licenses in there. So some things will be retired. Other things will be brought out, uh, introduced as a new product. And, and a lot of that depends on what's going on um, as far as what's the tie-in. So generally something will do um, around a movie or an anniversary yeah. or an event, something like that. So, you know, kind of the release schedule is based on what else is going on. Is there going to be a bunch of blockbuster movies this summer? There might be more releases if that's the case versus, nah, they're not planning so much. So it, it really depends. Has Pez moved into, and pardon my ignorance here, it's been a while, but has Pez moved into where they have like um, almost like plastic portraits, let's say avatars of famous people as Pez dispensers? So like a LeBron James Pez dispenser or you know, a, a sports figure or, I don't know, a real housewife, something like that, any kind of like fun pop culture icons that are on Pez dispensers? A little bit. And it's funny you mentioned LeBron because we actually do have a LeBron James dispenser down there on the floor right now as we speak. Okay. Uh, but it was done as part of, and forgive me, I should know the name of the movie. It was the Looney Tunes movie, um, kind of the remake uh, with uh, Tweety Bird and Bugs Bunny. Um, I can't think of the name of the movie. Know. I'm so sorry. Uh, but he was part of that movie, so we did that assortment, and he was included in that. Generally, as a rule, we won't do real people. We'll okay. do the character that a real person portrays, uh, but we generally try to stay away from recreating sports figures or, or something like that. 
So you're not doing Tom Brady in a helmet kind of a thing? No, no. We, we, we did some team dispensers, not NFL, but uh, we'll do a team or there for a while. 10 or 15 years ago, we did NASCAR, and we would do like the helmet of the driver versus the actual driver. So, Sean Peterson, one more question because I'm finding this fascinating. When you go to the visitor center, do you also get to tour the factory? Can you see how Pez is made? Good question. Um, actually, you can't go out into the factory. You know, it is an actual real working factory. So uh, for health and safety reasons, nobody is permitted out in that area. But we do have glass windows that you can look into the packaging area. Every day is different. We don't know what's going on. It just depends on the jobs that they're working on. But you can see some of the dispensers being packaged. And what you can't see from that vantage point, we detail in videos uh, that loop in different parts of the center. So We'll explain how a dispenser concept is created and brought to market as a finished dispenser. We'll show you how the candy is made and pressed and how we wrap it. There's different videos that watch that. And we have like a little virtual tour kiosk that you can touch the screen and kind of work your way through uh, the back area from the windows. So you get kind of a sense of perspective of what's back there. Uh, But you can't go back uh, in person. And uh, do you find that a lot of schools and field trips want to come to the Pez you know, center, is that, is that sort of a fun thing for kids to learn about in terms of manufacturing and sales and everything? Yeah, more so. Um, we've got a group down there right now, a yeah. high school business group uh, here. I think we got 30 students down there kind of looking around. Uh, we, we've had a number of groups, and now that we're getting kind of past the COVID phase, we're getting a lot more interest in groups and things like that, wanting to come and see and learn about the brand. Well, I want to thank you, Sean Peterson, for coming on. You have a fascinating story. I mean, I guess you get asked this all the time, but I'll ask you again anyway. Um, you know, what do you think about you is, in other words, what makes a collector like you, somebody who obsessively, I'm going to use that word, obsessively yeah, collects <laughs> thousands and thousands of an item just to have a collection of that. What What is that? Is it, Are you from a family of collectors? Is this something unique a to you? A little bit, yeah. Little I think bit. it's just something that, that you, you have. It's just, it's, it's a, you know, once you realize you have that, you pursue it. And, you know, sometimes you don't realize it till you start down that path. And it just becomes, you know, like you said, an obsession. I'd like to find more of these. I'd like to learn about it. And, you know, once you get into it, sometimes, you know, the the things that you end up doing to find them become as much about the pursuit or the actual item, you know, because once you have it, you know, mission accomplished, you put it on the shelf and go, I got it, but let's go find another one. So you're never really satisfied. You know, you're out looking and, you know, the the places I've, I've been, the people I've, I've had the privilege to meet and uh, just because a Pez could be, you know, a story in of itself. It, it's really incredible what it's done for me as far as my life. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you because, of, you know, I moved right. moved my life halfway across the country, and it's been nothing but fun uh, for me ever since. Sean Peterson, pleasure to get to know you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Hey, I appreciate it. And and can we throw a shout-out if anybody would like to, sure. to learn more? There's actually a collector convention in Orange, Connecticut this weekend, just around the corner from the Pez factory, if people would like to go. It's at the uh, Marriott Orange, right off exit 41 on I-95 uh, from 9 to 2 on Saturday. That's very cool. I bet you get a lot of WICC listeners. I'm glad you told us about it. Hope so. Sure. Sean Peterson on the Lisa Wexler Show from Pez. We'll be right back with more of the show. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 